this is probably more just like life advice is just to be open to trying new things because like I said when I came here I wasn't really a a hiker I actually used to um, competitively show jump with horses so uh, so completely different life but um, yeah I think just being open-minded you know for hiking or even for, for running this is Aotearoa Adventures with your host Abigail Hanna, the podcast for everything you need to know to travel New Zealand. I talk to photographers, van lifers, moms, students and everyday Kiwis to hear their inspiring stories from past adventures and to share helpful tips and tricks for your travels. Whether you're visiting Aotearoa for the first time and live on the road or you work a 9 to 5 and have lived in New Zealand your whole life, you're guaranteed to learn something to plan your next getaway and get a new excitement to explore more of this beautiful country I call home. So grab your hiking boots, hop in the car, and turn up the volume. If you've ever cooked a meal from scratch in the bush, you'd know how challenging it is. Backcountry Cuisine have solved this problem with freeze-dried meals that are lightweight, delicious, nutritious, and so easy to prepare. With breakfast, lunch, dinner, and dessert options, as well as vegetarian, vegan-friendly, and gluten-free meals, they have something for every adventurer. Backcountry Cuisine are my go-to for yummy meals on the trail, and I also keep a stash in the van, just in case. For quick and easy meals for all your outdoor adventures, use the code ABIGAIL for free shipping off your next order. That's A-B-I-G-A-I-L for free shipping off your next Backcountry Cuisine delivery. Head to the link in the description to find out more. Welcome to Aotearoa Adventures. I'm really looking forward to sitting down with Lauren Corstrom today. We're going to talk all things Mount Summers and trail running. Lauren, would you like to introduce yourself for listeners? Sure. Thanks for having me on the podcast. Um, yes, I'm Lauren. As you can tell, uh, I don't have a Kiwi accent. I'm originally from Canada, so I grew up in a small, um, a small town south of the main city. Uh, in Manitoba, so I'm from right in the middle of Canada, um, flat prairie land. Um, I met my partner Chris in 2015 over there. Then we ended up moving over to New Zealand in 2016. Uh, we've been in Methlin for most of that time. We have two cats named Boris and Baloo, and yeah, I just I've fallen in love with the mountains here. Um, and I love hiking, running, and um, yeah, photography. I think that's me in a nutshell. That's awesome. Um, for people whose New Zealand geography might not be on point, where is Methven? <laughs> uh, a lot of people know it probably better um, when I say Mount Hutt, being the yeah. ski field. Uh, but it's in mid-Canterbury, so it's, it's inland, about an hour from, from Christchurch. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Um, and tell me about your childhood, Lauren. Did you always, were you always into the outdoors? Did you sort of travel as a family? What did that look like? Um, I would say not really too much travel. Um, I did go on sort of my first international, well, not international, but big flight, I guess, to England when I was 14. Um, our family went to go see some of our family over there that we've never met. That's um, awesome. Yeah, that was kind of a, yeah, that was pretty cool. It was kind of a, a one-off. We didn't do too much traveling around, but we spent a lot of time at the lake. So my parents basically like rented a a seasonal site each year, I guess. And we either, we started tenting and then um, 
upgraded to like a travel trailer and stuff. So I spent oh. a lot of time at the lake, um, walking the trails, biking, um, water skiing, wakeboarding, that kind of yeah. thing. So yeah, just, I guess, outdoorsy, but definitely in a different way to now. Yeah, 100%. And I feel like Canada's a giant playground, isn't it, with the outdoors? There's so much that you can do. Um, and it sounds like you had some awesome adventures down by the lake. Yeah, no, it's definitely a very big, big country. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Um, I haven't been to Canada yet, but it's quite high up on the list. And I'd love to sort of do a working holiday there before the age limit expires. <laughs> kind of getting quick. I would definitely encourage that. And really, I think why I like New Zealand so much is it's like a miniature um, version of Canada, really. Yeah, I've heard people say that. Yeah. But also, I mean, I don't know. I don't think anything can beat the Rockies. <laughs> like, I just love <laughs> Canadian Rockies. So Mount Cook is cool and it's amazing. But yeah, the Rockies are just something else. Yeah. So if you can get there, do it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. Um, Lauren, what do you do for work and how do you sort of fit in your adventures around your, yeah, your work schedule? Ah, so I guess I do sort of a few things, probably like a lot of creative people. Um, I do have a small e-commerce business um, that I have at home here. So I make tramping and travel log books. So that's kind of a side thing. And then my, I guess, day-to-day job is I work at the Hot Pools here in Methven. I'm on the team leader, so help on the leadership team, which is quite cool. And we're very lucky in that um, just with kind of how my role is, I do sort of, I guess, share it with someone else. So my contract is about 70 hours every two weeks. Okay. And we work 10-hour days. So I end up kind of alternating working three or four days a week which means I have um three or sometimes four days off (laughs) yeah that's really cool yeah and I've never had that before so just the way that it's fallen um has been pretty incredible because it just gives me the time to do all the other things that I want to do that's so cool and I guess being located in Methven there's so much that's that's close by for you yeah, we're um we're really lucky and I think that's why I love it so much too because we have like a handful of mountains around um with uh, like varying kind of tracks I guess. So lots of hiking, um yeah. rivers around. Yeah, there's there's quite a bit to do. <laughs> if you like yeah. the outdoors, it's a good place to be. <laughs> well, tell me about Mount Summers. You said that that was one of your sort of favorites and it's your local. Um tell me where is it? What sort of tracks are there? Why do you love it so much? Ah, yes. Um, yeah, I do love Mount Summers. It's pretty much right in my backyard. Um, and yeah, so there is a town, I was telling you before, there is a town called Mount Summers, but there's also a mountain called Mount Summers. Yeah. And um, we kind of, uh, like, there's heaps of tracks around it. There's a couple of tracks going up to the summit. Uh, there's other tracks kind of in the I guess you call it like the reserve area. So it's kind of known, I guess, around here as like the Mount Summers walkway. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just, I think it's pretty epic. I feel like 
Um, there is so many different tracks of varying degrees of how hard they are. Um, so it's really good. So whether you're like starting your hiking journey, um, there's like beginner kind of friendly tracks. There's family friendly tracks. Um, you can do the gnarly grunt up to Mount Summers. It's a very technical track. Um, yeah, there's just a lot of variety. So I just find myself there quite often to then I take yeah. the track depending on how I feel that day oh, that's so cool I saw your stories just before we jumped on here and you were you were at Mount Summers <laughs> yeah I was like that is perfect timing um, yeah no and I just like so today I yeah it's like oh, I don't want anything um too hefty I just want to go for a, for a bit of a walk so I think I went maybe maybe a K and a half in or something and I just sat on a rock and had some snacks and then turn around and came back home so yeah it's just it, it's a lot of variety I guess in the track as well in the different tracks yeah um, because there's uh, some bush tracks there's a lot more technical kind of rocky tracks there's four-wheel drive track like there's just yeah I feel like I'm just like hyping up Mount Summers because it really has everything just in this one one area so yeah no, that's that's really awesome. Um, do you have a particularly special moment or a memory that sort of stands out from all the others as super special from one of your trips or one of your hikes at Mount Summers? Um, it's probably so there's um there's two huts on the walkway mm-hmm. and um Pinnacle's hut, so and not to get confuse it with the um, Pinnacles track. I think there's one in the North the Island. The Coromandel, yeah. Yeah. Um, but we have a Pinnacles hut down here. And there's actually like, I guess you'd call them Pinnacles like in the mountain too. It's very cool. Um, but that track was actually my first overnight. Very uh, cool. Staying in a hut. And I did it with Chris's mom and like one of her best friends. So it was just a really, yeah, it's a very cool experience, especially being able to do something just like in my home and it was yeah um, I guess pretty soon after I moved here as well so yeah that was just really nice (laughs) a nice time with them yeah um what are the views like from that Pinnacles hut uh so Pinnacles is right in um basically in the forest okay Uh, so you can it's not too far but you can walk from the hut like you can walk up and then get some views um of Mount Summers and then sort of of the it's kind of a mountain or a hill nearby and if I remember correctly I just was on there I think you get some um from like the Canterbury Plains as well or at least if you're walking in a certain direction like you get yeah pretty good views of the plain so oh that's really cool um when we were in the South Island in September a couple months ago we were driving into Hakatere um, conservation park and you kind of go past Mount Summers and we were tossing up whether we should do the Watered Creek track but with the it was a bit wet and the weather looked like it was coming in and we weren't sure we'd have enough time to squeeze it in but I think that's one that's definitely on the list for us to sort of come back and do because it was recommended by some friends. Yeah no it's that that's the one actually I I feel like I do the most. I feel like I'm always up there but yeah, it's, I mean, it's a pretty, if you hike a lot, like it is a pretty quick kind of track, even just to get, you don't even have to go to the hut, you can kind of just get to the, I guess, saddle kind of, Okay. Um, because you do go up and then you have to go back down to the hut, but even getting at the top, um, I guess of the ridge or whatever, uh, are really good views, so 
And you can do it as a loop as well, is that right? Yep, you can. Yeah, there's a few, I guess, ways to do. Yeah, there's a few ways to do it as a loop, actually. Um, there's lots of variety on that yeah, track. That's so cool. Um, yeah, and one's, one's probably a little bit harder. It might take, I think one loop takes maybe five hours, and then there's an easier loop um, and just kind of part of it's a loop and it goes back on itself. But it just adds like another extra challenge and kind of different views, which is a nice yeah. kind of change. Yeah. Um, speaking of challenges, have you had any times that you've gone up on any of the trails and felt sort of extra challenged, whether it was unexpected weather or? Um, I feel like just the first time going up Mount Summers mm. <laughs> uh, was definitely a challenge. It was, I think there was snow at the top in some on the south face which doesn't get too much sun in the winter um so it was just the challenge of getting up there yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just quite technical and kind of slippery rocks which was at that time a little bit new for me uh and then I have been up there sometimes when it's been really windy like you get out of the trees mm. and you don't realize actually how windy it is and I do not like hiking in the wind it freaks me out a bit um so yeah I guess those are probably probably a couple. Oh, that's awesome. Um, well, tell me about trail running as well, because you have recently done a trail run in Mount Summers as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah. am I right that it was your your sort of first race? Yeah, I've um, so I have run a lot. Like I've always been a runner, I guess, and I've done a lot of um road runs and road events. Okay. Um, yeah, my first trail race was the Mission Mount Summers half marathon which awesome. I feel like will always yeah it always will hold a special place in my heart I think because I just love that area so much um but yeah I don't know I guess I, I've been trying to think of like how or why I got into it I think mm. I just wanted a change probably from road running um and then I kind of came to the conclusion though too trail running for me mixes my love for hiking hiking and running it kind of puts yeah, the two together yeah. um so yeah I'm just really enjoying the the added challenge because before this the idea of even run well I don't really run too much up the hills but even like power walking or getting a few run steps in like before this I thought that's crazy yeah um, but now <laughs> it's just kind of like okay like what can my body do or what in mm. my body and my mind like what can I kind of test it with so yeah I'm really enjoying the the trail running now yeah Oh, that's really inspiring. I did my first, it wasn't, it was an 11k run. Um, oh, we did nice. that a couple of weekends ago at the Auckland Marathon. And I'm not a runner at all. Like, I think the longest I'd run or walked before this was like my school cross country, which was like 3k's. <laughs> <laughs> and that was like oh, a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I had done minimal training for this as well. So it was definitely a, a walk run, um, but it was just, that's okay. It was just like awesome to get out there and do it, I think. And I was so inspired by seeing everyone else doing the full mm -hmm. marathon, the half and kids doing the 5k and people just, you know, I, I feel like running is just such a mental game and maybe it comes easier for some people than it does for others. But I, yeah, it's something I, I'm sort of keen to, 
investigate a bit more, I suppose, and see if my body can do (laughs) more than a 3K run, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, I I have figured that we can, I'd say we can always do more than what we think. Yeah. And definitely with running, a lot of it is, is mental. And just, yeah, going in, like this last trail run, being at my first, like my goal was to start and to finish it. Mm, Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. And we had like, there was a cutoff time, I think of about eight hours. And I sort of, I mean, I did some training on the track being so close to home and I thought, okay, I know that I can finish it in that time, but I actually don't care about my time. And I just, yeah, you just have to work on yourself mentally to be like, just engulf in that excitement of it you know start the track and just enjoy it Mm. and I thought if I have to stop if I have to take a break if I have to walk like that is fine yeah (laughs) Um, and then you can just sort of take what you what you do on that run and then um, learn from it and then try and just improve a little bit on the next one I mean, I'm not going to be a pro athlete. I am not a podium finisher. It's a race against myself. So, but it is really, it's really fun. And it's the same with hiking of just kind of testing yourself to see how much further you can go. Yeah. I felt so accomplished, even though it only, we ran about 2Ks and walked the rest of it. But I was like, I did that. Honestly, my only um, incentive to do it was I wanted to walk across the Harbour Bridge and the Auckland Marathon oh. is like one of the only events, unless there's a protest or something going across the Harbour <laughs> Bridge, which is very <laughs> uncommon. I think there's been one in the seven years that I've lived here. So I was like, well, if I want to walk across the bridge, gotta gotta sign up for this. <laughs> yeah, fair. Well, I mean, I just like getting the finisher medals. That's awesome. <laughs> like, I like to see yeah. what, they, what they look like. So no, that's really cool. Oh, the medals are actually really impressive. Mm. I thought it would be some like flimsy plastic or something, yeah. but it was like metal, and they're, they're quite really pretty. cool. And I feel like every time you fit, like cross the finish line, like. I'm always like, I'm an Olympic athlete. I've just finished this race. <laughs> Where like I'm not. <laughs> like, don't go look at my times or anything. But well, like you said, it's it's a race against yourself, yeah. you know. And whether it's big or small, it's a massive accomplishment. Yeah, and I think probably like because we went and watched the coast to coast in February. Oh, awesome. And, yeah, and I I've just got like I've just grown to learn that I'm a person that really gets my motivation like watching other people and like I'm just so inspired to see like oh my gosh like the human body can do these things and then I'm kind of like okay well why can't why can't I do it not that I'm a multi-sport I'm not (laughs) but just going out there and seeing it and being at like running events and like you said it's just it's just so inspiring really and it starts with that question doesn't it why can't I do this um yeah you find out you can (laughs) yeah and I'm like I don't have a good reason why I can't so Mm. yeah yeah do you have any tips for people that might be road runners and want to get into more trail running what are the sort of differences and is there anything yeah I guess what's your advice for people that are wanting to make that switch oh um I think for me, definitely just the the elevation. Um, that's just a yeah. Yeah, I, I walk up hills. <laughs> I'm still I'm still learning to run up them. Um, but I think someone getting started. I mean, my advice always is just to start somewhere. Um, and even if it's not even like a a hilly kind of run, but if it's a run through the trees or, um, yeah, just just start 
Mm. Start somewhere. Don't put the pressure on that you've got to run the same pace or you've got to run fast. Um, something I have learned, though, because I am a very lazy runner <laughs> and I've always <laughs> run on roads, is you do have to pick up your feet a little bit uh, just yep. to get over some of the tree, tree roots and, and rocks. Um, it's so funny you say that because even when I hike, I drag my feet so much and my husband's constantly yeah. like, why are your shoes so scuffed? <laughs> I know. I'm Why just like kicking all so the rocks. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I am I'm a very, I think I'm a lazy walker too, because I do trip over a little bit. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I think just do it. And uh, like I said, it, it's the same when you start running too, or when you start hiking, like walk a little bit and then run and then mm. walk, like just do what your body feels like it needs to do and then build upon that I guess that's awesome are there any like mental challenges that you'd come across I guess making that switch again um what did you find more challenging about trail running than you were used to I think it was definitely just a bit of a a fear of the elevation portion because I'm like I said I'm a prairie girl I've I've just run flat surfaces um and then just the thoughts of like, oh, am I actually like, can I actually make this? Like, can mm. I, like, for the last race before I, I, I signed up and then I had about two weeks where I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know if I can make it. Like, what if I get halfway through? <laughs> um, but then I kind of, especially in, in training, I sort of just um, split it up and I thought, okay, you know, I'm about a third of the way there. Okay. And when I get here, I'm about a third of the way. And I just yeah. split the race up and got to that point and then said okay gotta keep going um yeah yeah from the switch though yeah I guess it's it's definitely different terrain different elevation um but I do think that if you go in just being open-minded and just kind of ready to to take it on and do your best yeah I don't know I feel like I quite enjoyed it and I kind of forgot about about those hurdles because you once you're in you got to get out somehow so it's not like a road race someone can come pick you up off the side of the road so yeah yeah no that's really cool and I like what you said about sort of breaking it up into more manageable pieces um even I found that really helpful on our race where they had the sort of every k there was a marker and I'm like that's another Mm. one ticked off and it's just like mentally knowing that yeah it's just yeah. kind of like you know you've got to do 11 k's and there's the 7 k and there's the 8 k and there's the 9 yeah. and you're just getting closer <laughs> just <laughs> so closer, that's, yeah. that's such a good way to sort of do that for a trail race and sort of break up the sections and mm-hmm. know what your sort of I guess uh, milestones are yeah and I mean don't I mean yeah I was gonna say don't get me wrong that like road running and especially long distance road running definitely has its own challenges and I've been listening to a lot of um, podcasts on like marathon runners and stuff and yeah it's just interesting that you think oh maybe road running would be easier but it's they're not really I don't know if they're easier or harder they just have different challenges yeah um but yeah no that's super interesting well you mentioned your um your e-commerce business, Core Adventures. Um, tell me a little bit more about those books and those journals that you produce. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, so 
their travel and tramping logbooks that I created. And it was basically, well, probably like most small businesses, it starts out of your own kind of need. So when I moved to New Zealand, I wasn't really much of a hiker. Chris's mom is a huge hiker. And I was kind of like, yeah, no, it's really cool to bring us together. But I thought um, if I want to kind of feel like home, I've just got to immerse myself into what's what's going Mm. on. Um, But then we started doing these hikes and I didn't really know. Well, I didn't really know where to look for info first. So that's a whole other thing. But I also just wanted a way to kind of track them and see how I was progressing because it was very, very difficult when I started. Um, and I didn't know the areas and stuff. So I just wanted a way to be able to, I guess, yeah, track the hikes that I've done, see how far I've come. And I sat on the idea for years. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then I, I think it was COVID came and I was like, oh, you know what? Like, I'm giving myself either you're going to try do something now or you've got to let the idea fly. Yeah. So, yeah, so I just started looking into it and then. Yeah, kind of just took off from there I guess that is so cool have you got a bunch of hikes sort of listed in the logbooks or are they a bit more open-ended so that you can sort of add your own and yeah so write it's them just down? um it's just like a fill in the blank kind of book yeah I'm very much well, that's really cool yeah I love stationery so I wanted something that was like each entry would look the same so it wasn't just yeah. like in a in a notebook um, and I was recording like the same kind of stats. So yeah, there's no actual um, track uh, details of it, but you can just go back and fill in the blanks of, of tracks that you've yeah. done. So kind of pertains, I guess, anywhere in New Zealand. That's really cool and a really special way to sort of keep keep track of those adventures that, that people have in the outdoors. Because I feel like I will have done a hike and someone will ask me about it and I just I have absolutely no recollection. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. three hours sticks in my head, but I don't know if that's three sure. hours return, three hours one yeah. way, yeah. three hours if you do it twice. I don't know why three hours is in my head. <laughs> yeah. Where did that come from? I don't know. Well, and I think like I put stuff online and on Instagram and stuff, but I always in the back of my head, I'm like, well... I, I just like the idea of something tangible because mm. then you do have to scroll through and be like, okay, where did I put that hike or what yeah. did it look like? Yeah. Or, you know, so yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and you mentioned you found it quite hard to find info for hikes when you first came to Aotearoa. Um, yeah. Do you have any tips for people that are still <laughs> finding it difficult to find info? Where's, what's your go-to now? Where do you find what you need to know before you hit a trail? Yeah, I think now it's definitely gotten better. I don't know. I feel like COVID maybe after COVID, like a lot of people were getting out in the outdoors more, which is really cool and starting to document things. Um, Yeah, I feel like now there's a lot more, a lot more blogs out there. Um, Yeah. You can look on my blog for some if you want for Mount Summers, (laughs) but um, there's one called like Hiking Scenery. Uh, hiking is good I think yeah I get a lot of my info from other people's blogs and just their own trip reports um, definitely stuff from docs the doc they list every um, all of their hikes sometimes you just don't quite know what to expect from from their descriptions yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, or just I don't know searching it on social media and just sending out messages to people and and asking around I do find um, docs quite interesting sometimes when they say like advanced track 
or I don't know, a beginner. And sometimes mm. an advanced track will be like a four wheel drive, but it's steep. So it's advanced and it's just like, there's not too much differentiation between, yeah. are there lots of rocks and roots on this track or is it relatively straight? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not, I'm not really sure how they measure it. Um, mm. It's not super yeah. consistent. Like Woolshed Creek, I think. It says, I'm sure it says three hours to the hut, um, but it definitely, it doesn't take three hours, but I think if you had a family, so it's a much more family friendly track. So I think it's based right. on that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a little bit, you just don't quite know. <laughs> mm. No, that's really good advice though to, um, yeah, I guess keep an eye out on other people's blogs and. Yeah, thanks so much for sharing those tips. What is sort of next for you on your adventures? Have you got a massive bucket list of all the all the hikes you want to do in Aotearoa? <laughs> um, yes, I have a huge list written down somewhere in my book. <laughs> well, tell us what's top of the list. Look, top of the list. Um, top of the list. Uh, we. I really wanted to do the Paparoa track. I haven't done any great mm. walks before. Okay. Um, so a good friend of mine actually locked that in for us to do in February. So I'm really Amazing. excited that that's actually locked in and we're doing that. That's so cool. Um, I'd love to go down to uh, Fjordland and hike up Gertrude's Saddle. Yeah. Gertrude's Saddle? Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah. So that's been a huge one. And I'm, a pro- I'm probably a little bit more focused on my running at the moment as well. Um, so for some reason, I just have in my head it would be fun to run the route burn track. Okay. I've heard of people that have that have run it or yeah. TA walkers that have sort of done it in a day. Yeah. And like looking at kind of the elevation and the ridge line, like it looks doable. And I think, yeah, I, I don't really know why. I just decided that that might be a fun thing to do. Um, and I'm hope oh, it'd be really great if I could next year. But my best friend lives in Switzerland. So I would love to, yeah, go see her in Switzerland and do a little bit of a hiking trip and then just see where she is yeah and just see her life over there so uh Switzerland sounds like it'll be so much fun um and it's always really special visiting your friends in their places um have you have you been before no I've never been um over there before England's the only part of Europe that I've been to um okay I haven't done like the backpacking thing or anything like that so yeah and I yeah it would just be I think the first thing is just seeing her in because she's married um, a Swiss guy. So it'd be just yeah. amazing to just see her in her new home. Um, and then That's also awesome. the added yeah. amazingness of the Swiss Alps and just hiking around in things. Yeah. I, like I said, I think it's so special when you get to visit people in their places. Yeah. Um, and I've had friends come visit us in New Zealand. And it's just so special to yeah. be able to show them around and the places that you love and yeah just getting a little sneak peek into your friends lives even when they're on the other side of the world oh, totally oh <laughs> uh, well do you have any um I guess parting advice for people maybe people that are new to hiking new to trail running or new to New Zealand um what's your sort of advice for travel and the outdoors and yeah getting into all of that oh um I think this is probably this is probably more just like life advice is just to be open to trying new things 
Mm. Um, because like I said, when I came here, I wasn't really a, a hiker. I actually used to um, competitively show jump with horses. So, oh, wow. uh, so completely different life. But um, yeah, I think just being open-minded, um, you know, for hiking or even for, for running. Yeah, pick. I mean, I think picking your tracks is probably... Um, mm-hmm. a good thing to keep it on like just pick a track that's that's if you're starting you know easier always tell someone where you're going so you know there's kind of yeah. the key safety sort of things um, yeah. and to be honest I feel like if you can connect with people in that who like hiking or running um, do that because <laughs> I I am probably a little bit more um, introverted and I've done a lot by myself and I think sometimes it's like it'd be nice to have more people like to go mm. with and things. So yeah, yeah. So I'd say don't be don't be scared to put yourself out there just to connect and yeah. just get on the trails. It's not about who's going fast or or anything like that. And I think um, those communities are definitely out there if you sort of look for them. Um, yeah. Facebook, Instagram are great places to find those groups. Um, or even university clubs have got mm-hmm. trumping clubs at most of the major universities, I think. Um, yeah, yeah there's, there's just so many places and I'm sure you'll find your people if you're looking for them. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, there's heaps of places to look. You just have to look and then, um, yeah, just put your big girl pants on and, and just oh, put yourself 100%. out there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Um, well, this has been so fun, Lauren, to chat about your backyard. Um, I'm the biggest advocate of sort of traveling and finding adventure close to home. So mm-hmm. I, I love that you chose to speak about Mount Summers and I love that you were there this afternoon. Thank <laughs> oh, thanks so much um, for having me. I, I've, um, I feel actually when I was talking, I was like, man, I'm actually quite passionate about this area. I didn't really realize yeah. how much until I start telling someone about it. No, well, that's super special, and your your passion definitely um showed. Where can people find you on socials if they want to connect? Where can we buy your adventure logbooks and read along on your blog to oh. see more of your your tips for hiking Mount Summers? Oh, thank you. Um, well, you can find me on Instagram at uh, Lauren Corstrom. I don't know if I need to spell that out or not. I'm sure. I'll make sure it's in the description. Yep. So. <laughs> cool. um, and the website is coreadventuresco.com. And that's um, core with a K, which kind of flows with my last name. Um, and that's pretty much it. That website has, um, yeah, blogs about hiking, a little bit about travel. It has the shop on there. And I'm just going to, it takes a bit, but I'm going to start writing a few posts about trail running as well. Um, Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm really excited to see where your trail running journey sort of takes you. Have you got any other races lined up? Uh, I'm actually just deliberating one at the moment. Um, There's one in the Craggy Burn area in Canterbury. Um, So there's, yeah, it's called the Valley Ultra. It looks like a really cool event so I'm just tossing up whether to do the 10k or the 24 I'm just not sure um yeah I'm not sure yet but that sounds very cool so we'll see (laughs) yeah well I look forward to following along thank you so much Lauren oh no thank you Mount Summers seems like such an awesome playground for hikes of all 
difficulties for families to experience hikers that want to summit Mount Summers. I loved hearing how Lauren just explores her backyard and it's a place that she finds herself coming back to over and over again. Do head to the link in the description if you want to see more of her blogs, more of her content on Instagram or support her e-commerce business with the tramping logbooks. They sound really amazing and I think I'm going to have to get my hands on one. If trail running is something you're interested in, I hope that this episode with Lauren gave you a few ideas of how you can sort of get into it more or level up your game. Thank you so much for tuning in and coming along for the ride. If you love the show and enjoyed listening, please take the time to leave a review on Apple or Spotify. I would also love to connect with you, so send me a DM on Instagram or leave me a voice message, and I can't wait to see you next time. Until then, keep adventuring.